Welcome back to DearWokeChristian.com. My name is Jason, and today we're going to take Dear Woke Christian, take a little bit of time and look through this blog post. So during the month of May, I wrote a blog post a day comparing the biblical gospel to the gospel that's being presented by critical race theorists, as well as the social justice warriors to show that the biblical gospel is superior and vastly superior to any man-made doctrine and specifically critical race theory and social justice. So every blog post, well, several blog posts in the month of May took the biblical gospel and compared it to a um, any other gospel or whatnot. And so what I'm going to do today, and maybe for the next couple episodes, is take apart a few of my blog posts and see if we can um, even greater hash them out. On May 24th, I wrote a blog post called The Gospel and Trials. I'm making the argument that the gospel makes sense of our trials. The trials, the persecutions, even the inequities and injustices that we experience here on earth makes sense only because the gospel of Jesus Christ, the biblical gospel, makes sense. So here's the blog post. Dear Woke Christian, this is a touchy topic, I know. Many of us have been taught that the Christian journey is an easy one. So the idea of trials is foreign and having a good outlook on them is even more so. However, I propose to you that the gospel does just that. It helps us see every struggle, trial, and even real outright persecution as a gift from a loving father meant to make us more like our dear Lord. Read Romans 5, 1 through 5, Romans 8, 28 through 29, James 1, 2 through 4, and 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 11 to see what I mean. The Lord intends to mold us into the image, into his image, I'm sorry, and he's using trials to do it. A steady gospel diet will help us to keep, or rather, will help us to keep that as our main thought, no, no matter what we're faced with. How are you seeing trials, my friend? Do you need to reorient your gaze to the cross? So let's jump into Romans and I'm just going to read Romans 5 and Romans 8. I gave you four scriptures in there, but please feel free to read them all, read them all in their context. But I'm going to read Romans 5, um, 1 through 5, and then Romans 8, 28 through 29. But let's go. So Paul, he's writing to the church at Rome. He starts out with therefore. And as we always say, whenever you see the word therefore, you should always go find out what it's there for. It's great. That's a great way to kind of do a, a discovery through the scriptures because now you, you have something to focus on. But he says, therefore. So, of course, in a good Bible study, we would go back to chapter four to find out what the therefore was. So I'm going to leave that out there as an Easter egg for you to jump back and go back through the book of Romans and definitely Romans chapter four. But for us, we're just going to start with therefore. 
since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we also have obtained access by faith into his grace in which we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that sufferings produce endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. All right, that's Romans 5. Think about it. If you read back through there, there's nothing that we have done. There's no physical activity we do to be justified. There's no physical activity we do to be at peace with God. There's no physical activity that anything that we do has been a gift from a loving father to his children. So now I flip that back on you and say, if you've been given so much, how is it that we're requiring so much from others? Yeah, that's the critical race gospel. The biblical gospel says that we've received, therefore we give back to our brothers and sisters because we've received so much. We don't require from them anything because nothing was required of us. But again, go back and read the book. Tell me what you think. All right, let's go. Romans 8. And I'm going to do something that... Uh, I didn't say in the blog post. In the blog post, I said, read Romans 8, 28 through 29. But to uh, build up some speed so we can get this jet off the ground, I'm going to read just a few more verses ahead of that before we get to 28, 29. All right. Paul starts out again with likewise. That's another good one. That's a good indicator that I should go back and good signpost to tell me go back and read what was there before. But likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what's in the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that those who love God, all things work together for their good for those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed into the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. <clears throat> and for those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. You see and hear that Paul is making a very solid case that we do nothing. We do nothing. The Spirit helps us pray. The Father has justified us. The Father's providing us the gift of suffering, the gift of trials, the gift of, of turmoil in order to mold us and shape us into the image of our Lord. There's nothing that we do. So therefore, I propose to you why is it that we are trying to get other people to do things when we ourselves, Christians, have not been given, have not been made to do things? 
in the same way. And that's my problem. And that's why I propose that the social justice gospel or the critical race theory gospel is inferior. It requires people to do things is really as a, a pastor called it is externalism. We're getting you to externally behave like we think you are internally, but in actuality, nothing has changed internally. We just want you to act a certain way. It's, it's moralism. It's externalism at a high level. So dear Christian, as we are, as we are, Jason in writing Dear Woke Christian is challenging you to abandon critical race theory, to no longer look at your brothers and sisters of less melanin um, as inferior or, or wicked or any of that other stuff. If they've not shown that, then they're not that. There's no reason we're, we're, we're going to think the best. We're going to be charitable to everyone. High melanin content, low melanin content, rich, poor, male, female. We're going to treat them the same way and recognize that in doing so, we are going to be exemplifying Christ-likeness. I am proposing that you abandon critical race theory. It is a cult and it is a, a, a different gospel. And I propose to you right here that critical race theory doesn't even give you a means to support in the midst of trials in a moment. In next episode or so, we'll be talking about salvation. We'll be talking about um, scriptures. We'll talk about the, the prophets. We'll talk about all these different things that critical race theory has its own. It has its own sin. It has a different sin. That's a different gospel. That's a different gospel. That's a cult. So my, my effort in writing Dear World Christian is to get you to abandon critical race theory. I'm not saying that they're not inequities. I'm not saying they're not partialities in the world that need to be dealt with, but a one-on-one -on -one partiality or sin needs to be dealt with. Absolutely. But to broad brush an entire people group as sinners because they have less melanin is wicked and it's wrong. And I'm proposing if you have, if you are a person of high melanin content, and you've, you've embraced critical race theory, abandon it. If you're a person of less melanin content and you've embraced critical race theory, abandon it. When we talk about the Bible versus critical race theory, we're going to talk about the, the authors, the, the writers that many of you all are subscribing to. You, don't, you do realize many of these people are not even Christian, but your church has got you reading these books. Your church is doing Bible studies. How are you doing a Bible study on a book that's not written by a person that's not a Christian? I don't even understand it. But we, we're going to go and look at church's recommended reading list and the, the amount of critical race theorists that they have on that list, on these lists that are not even believers in Jesus Christ is staggering. So again, my efforts in writing Dear World Christian is to get you to abandon critical race theory. It's not needed. The, the gospel is sufficient. Later on, we're going to, uh, I, I ask on Dear World Christian, can you tell me who's a 12th century critical race theorist that I can read up on or somebody from the 900s um, critical race theorist or social justice warrior that I can read up on? The reason you won't be able to do that, spoiler alert, is because there weren't any. The Bible does not support it. So it needed extra biblical texts in order to 
become an item in order to become something. It's kind of like, hey, can you show me Muhammad in the scriptures? Well, no, you can't because he's not in there. Okay, he's a false prophet that came up 600 years after the fact. So there's no way to do that. The Bible doesn't support it. So it had to be done outside of the scriptures. And now it's being imposed onto the scriptures and imposed onto the church of Jesus Christ. And I'm saying again, that's wrong. So again, my efforts in writing this is to get you, to encourage you, to let you know, to wave on a flag saying, hey, come this way, get out of critical race theory, leave Wakanda. It's okay. Leave it and turn the lights off when you do. My name is Jason, and this is Dear Woke Christian Podcast, a podcast meant to focus or rather uh, podcast geared to pointing Christians and those persons who have been caught up in critical race theory out of critical race theory. I thank you so much for checking out the blog, DearWokeChristian.com. Thank you for checking out the podcast. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Grace and peace.